0: Alright, what up, what up? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to uh, Highly Unprofessional. I'm your host, Akeem. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you didn't catch my episode from Wednesday, um, be sure to go check that out. Uh, if you did, man, I appreciate it. Man, y'all keep, you know, liking it liking my podcast sharing it all that good stuff uh since the last sports episode i've been approved for several other platforms uh the biggest one being apple podcast so your boy moving up man your boy moving up um man you know just a little advice man if you have a passion Whatever it is, man, go after it, give it a real shot, Uh, learn, be disciplined, execute, and, you know, hopefully it works out, but even if it doesn't, or you're not seeing results as fast as you want them to, man, at the end of the day, you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I did it, I did it. Alright man, so um, obviously this week, uh, we have some hot topics to cover in the world of sports, um, later on in the show, I am hoping that uh, I can get my special guest on, he is the host of the Jock John Johnson podcast, um, I'm not sure if he'll be done dropped his first episode yet or not, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to having him on a little later in the show. Um, and I got some other special guests lined up down the pike. So again, man, y'all be sure to hit that subscribe button. Uh, I'm not sure if there's like a notification bell on, but if there, there is, On whatever platform you are hearing my voice, be sure to turn that on, man. Once again, thanks to Anchor for making all of this possible. Uh, They make it super easy to record, edit, and distribute your podcast. So, before we get Jock on to cover some of these other topics, um, we'll, uh, Touch on, you know, this week was the NBA draft. Um I think I say that apart for me and uh for me and Jock to talk about. But uh, you know, what are y'all thinking, man? The Knicks got their hearts ripped out and I enjoyed every bit of it. I don't even like hate the Knicks or whatever, but it just seems like, you know, some of these organizations, you know, have all the advantages. And they still can't figure out how to do the simplest of things. So, you know, I just, you know, just to see them not even come close to the number one pick was very satisfying for me. Uh, No offense to all the Knicks fans out there, but, you know, man, y'all got bad luck. Um, The Lakers, on the other hand, have dumb luck. Uh, like, opportunity after opportunity keep smacking them in the face. And I just, I don't know, man. I just, I'm struggling to see how they get to pick right. Like, um, you know, I again, like I said, i say that for Jock, But uh, I don't think you have to do a whole lot, especially from what I'm hearing. Like, the trade opportunities they're going to have, I don't think you have to do a whole lot. I don't even think you need to uh, try and overdo it and build in like a team full of superstars In uh, free agency. Uh, there's a couple guys out there who are all-star caliber players, man. Um, one being um, uh, Vucevic, who played for the um, Orlando Magic. And you have a great opportunity to get uh, one of the more skilled, uh, probably, well, shoot, yeah, the most skilled true center, because Kevin Love isn't a true center, but the most skilled true center that LeBron has ever played with and a guy who can actually stay on the floor and contribute in today's NBA for 30 minutes uh, and who's also a great shot blocker but can knock down threes. You could, uh, You don't have to pay him max money. You can go after, uh, the older Bogdanovich brother. You don't have to pay him maximum money, a guy who, uh, I'm, I wouldn't say is a big time defender, but he's definitely not a uh, tragedy of a defender and he can also, uh, knock down the outside shot. And then, you know, I'm interested to see what they do with the, um, with the fourth overall pick, uh. I saw somebody mock them to take um, the young man from Virginia. I'm blanking on his name right now. But uh was a big-time three-point shooter, especially from the corner. And everybody knows when LeBron attacks the rim, he loves to peek out the corner of his eyes to the guy sitting in the corner and also has big-time defensive upside. But again, like I said, you know, hopefully if we get Jock on, we can talk about all that. Um, and then we have another special topic that I really saved for him, but, uh, yeah, man, let's get to like one of the big topics that, you know, you're not hearing people talk about on all these major networks, man. Like, uh, I'm not going to name them, but you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, the lack of viewership, um, in the NBA playoffs, man. Like it is atrocious. I know probably, you know, a percentage of the people who are hearing this, you know, maybe some of y'all might might watch the games and watch the full games or whatever. But I'm just here to tell you, I have yet to watch a full NBA playoff game. I haven't even watched a full uh quarter of an NBA playoffs. And of course, y'all know, I like to take notes, um, in my mind, that way I can give y'all, you know, unique, uh, my own unique perspective, and I don't like to leave out, uh, details. So, uh, I made some notes about, you know, these last two, um, these, well, not last two, uh, yeah, these last two, uh, series, the conference finals. Uh, these last two matchups leading up into the NBA Finals. So uh, the Warriors have two of their starters out, potentially for the rest of the playoffs. And it's possible that they may not lose another playoff game because, you know, their toughest tests, They just got over there in six games. So, do you really believe that Portland has a shot at making this series competitive? What if KD comes back for the finals, which I'm assuming he will? How will how will it be possible uh, for Toronto to compete? What about Milwaukee? Right, like you know, we know how great Giannis and uh, Giannis and Kawhi Leonard are but i mean honestly you know it's kind of a big drop off uh on both of those teams from both of them so uh, i wrote down uh a couple stats for you to consider uh and these come courtesy of statmuse.com if you play fantasy sports like i'll cover later on um Regardless of what it is, man, StatMuse is a great, great research tool. But uh, Steph versus uh, Bledsoe, uh, I looked at the last 10 games, but, you know, just to kind of drive the point home, um, I just looked at their last five matchups. So Steph versus Eric Bledsoe, uh, the last five games, Steph has averaged five threes made per game. And, um, you know, I kind of looked at uh, his uh, Steph really destroyed him when they played, when Bledsoe played for the Suns. Um, Bledsoe's had a little bit more success against Steph um, since he's been in Milwaukee. But they've only played twice. Uh, One of them was back in December, a game that the Warriors really didn't care about. So, you know, you got to kind of have to take that one. With a grain of salt. But again, uh, in those two games that he has played, he still made 5 threes. So imagine what he'd do in a playoff game. And it don't get no better when you put Steph Curry against Kyle Lowry. His last five games, not counting uh, the last one they played, which was also in December, uh, another game that the Warriors didn't care about if you don't remember that the Warriors kind of at the beginning of this season were kind of, you know, they were just kind of, whatever. We're still going to, we're still going to be the warriors. We'll cruise through it. We're not chasing 70 wins anymore. Uh, You know, we'll get kind of our backup guys, more minutes early on in the season. And then we'll kind of ease back on into it. And they were uh, still uh, at that time, Getting ready for DeMarcus Cousins to enter the lineup. And, you know, they just kinda had a little little personal things that had got out with, you know, the the KD and Draymond alleged beef, which wasn't a beef at all. It's just something that the media was looking to latch on to. But uh yeah, Steph's last five games versus Kyle Lowry, he's averaged thirty-five points a game. Thirty-five points a game against Kyle Lowry. Clay Thompson versus Chris Middleton, who plays shooting guard for the um or small four, shooting guard, small four, whichever one. He'd be guarding Clay. His last five games, Clay has averaged twenty-one points. Twenty-one points a game, right? Some of those games feature uh Kevin Durant, so you know, without Kevin Durant, look at how still uh, Clay Thompson's been playing. Look at how, you know, the team's been playing. Uh, Clay Thompson versus Danny Green, who would be guarding him if they played Toronto. Danny Green's done slightly better of a job, but also a lot of these numbers come from uh, his days in San Antonio. Danny Green, uh, Clay's average 18 points a game. Uh, against Danny Green his last five games but there is uh, over the last 10 there are I believe it was like 230 bombs in there so you know hey I, uh, usage rates uh, counts and if it continues on the path that they're on now Clay will uh, Clay will have a high usage rate especially with no uh, DeMarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant uh, this was the interesting one, and this is why I say it ends right here. Draymond Green's last five games versus the Toronto Raptors. He's averaged 14 points a game. For your information, Draymond only averaged nine points for the entire year, for the entire season. So, you know, you do the math right there. Especially if he uh, has to take on a larger scoring load, And for anybody who's not familiar with how um, the original um, Golden State Warrior offense works, yes, Steph Curry is the point guard, but the offense runs through Draymond Green, uh, which is why you see Draymond Green so often have games where he uh, gets close to triple-doubles or has triple-doubles, without even scoring 10 points. Um, but with Kevin Durant being added into the mix, that kind of took a back seat. And, you know, you've kind of seen Draymond be lost in the shuffle. But if you look at all the games with Draymond where KD isn't playing, um, Draymond's really, especially if you play fantasy basketball, Draymond, those are the games where you like salivating at the mouth to get Draymond... Especially for a cheap price. Um, Draymond versus the Bucks last five games, he's averaged fourteen and a half points. So you know, you do the math right there. Uh, these two teams, and, and uh, just a kind of a, a sidebar. Um, I looked at the fact like over like the last two years with Kevin Durant, or three years, however you want to say it, since this is this third year with them. Um, uh, A lot of these averages have came including the fact that they have Kevin Durant. So you take him out the mix potentially, you know, and Draymond's already dropping 14 a game anywhere against both of these teams. You know, what could he do without uh, Kevin Durant? So you're potentially looking at, you know, three guys uh, averaging 20-plus, in the finals, and one of them's not even an offensive threat. So, you know. Um, Now, you may have noticed that uh, I didn't include KD or potentially Boogie Cousins, uh, nor did I include players from their potential opponents. Uh, The reason being is I wanted to highlight how overwhelming the Golden State Warriors are. Uh, both of the remaining two potential opponents uh, allow almost double the point production to Draymond Green this season, as I pointed out. Um, and, you know, Draymond has been prom- having probably uh, his worst offensive season uh, since his rookie season. And his rookie, the only reason you can say this is because he didn't get as much playing time his rookie season until later on. And, you know, we went from there. Um, And then I also wrote, you know, have you seen the Warriors play since Katie got hurt? I would argue that that team would be the fully healthy Warrior team because it's more efficient. The ball movement is, you know, remarkable. that defense doesn't miss a beat, man. Like, you know, it's the same defense uh that they have, you know, without KD in it. It's essentially the same defense, but the way the offense des- was designed is how they're running it now. Not when they had Kevin Durant and the offense is number one or number two in the NBA with Kevin Durant. So you're talking about the offense being ran even better you know, obviously, you can't replace a guy like Kevin Durant, especially what he's did in the last two finals. But, I mean, you know, hey, you know, I, I'll take that any day. We can take two uh, all-stars and our offense potentially be better, right, and more efficient. Uh, so, here's a final set of stats for you because I know a lot of people love to say that stats don't matter especially when it comes to a guy like LeBron James. But, you know, try this out, right? And this will be, you know, kind of uh, drawing my point to the title of this video. Um, I'm, I said the title of this video, to the title of this podcast. You know, last year's conference finals averaged over 9 million views per game just last season. Right, and the only reason they, um, only reason they averaged nine million views per game was because, uh, you know, not as many people watched, um, one game as they did the other. Like LeBron's games usually draw a little bit higher viewership, but for the most part, uh, I kind of looked it up. Um, they were both pretty even. Um, you just kind of got a slighter, you got a higher viewership with LeBron's games last year. So, uh, how about, um, the NBA finals from last year, right? So the conference finals last year, in case you forgot were the Cavs and the Celtics and the, uh, Warriors and the Rockets, but, uh, Obviously, we all kind of predicted last year that the Cavs and the Warriors would be playing in the finals, which they did, and they averaged 20 million views per game. 20 million views, right? That's 20 million views even after we knew what the outcome would be. People were still tuned in to see LeBron, whether it was to see him try to pull off what I consider the beyond impossible or to see him lose, people still tuned in, right? People still tuned in. You love LeBron, right? Either you love LeBron as a player, as a person, whatever, or you love to hate LeBron, right? Like, you can't stand him. You think he's the worst. You think he the worst thing ever, man. So, you know, either way, you love to see LeBron, right? Um, so how about this year's NBA playoff? Well, last week, pop culture hit TV show. Game of Thrones came on the same night as Houston versus Golden State and Milwaukee versus Boston. Game of Thrones ended that same night with a lousy 11.8 million views. Right. And that for them, that was a drop off from their average of a, a just under 13 million and you know on that same night how do you think the nba did i give you a second to guess get a number in your head how do you think the nba did that same night they combined for a little over 9 million views both games combined together you add their views up they uh, average 9 million views. Right? If you don't believe it, you can check it out for yourself. I don't even cite my sources. Um, one of the sites was sportsmediawatch.com. Uh, the other was TVbythenumbers.com. Uh, the third one was awfulannouncing.com. And. The final one was futoncritic.com. You can check all these same numbers out. That's where I did my research from before I came on and uh, recorded. All right now, you may be asking yourself, well, if I'm not watching the games, who? Uh, how do I know who's playing good or bad? How did I find my stats? How can I give as far as uh, a cur- a correct, accurate criticism? Of these games, you know what it's simple, man. Uh, YouTube does all the hard work for you, Google does all the hard work for you, right? And you can watch condensed versions of the games, or sometimes just a little five minute highlight will tell you everything you need to know. And I've seen the Warriors play enough, especially in the playoffs, right? Uh, over the last five years to know that, you know, this is pretty much over with, man. Right. And, uh, my, um, last topic before, uh, I try and get Jock on the phone, man, is, uh, is anybody interested in, you know, does anybody play DraftKings or FanDuel or, you know, a season long fantasy league? Um, because I'm a big fan. I've been playing, uh, daily fantasy sports for the last, uh, four years, um, and yeah, I can't wait, man, I I uh, kind of put together a list of my top five rookies for fantasy football, and then, you know, we'll move on to the next topic, man, so my list was in no particular order, um, A.J. Brown, man, A.J. Brown, he slept on, for whatever reason, um, it's simple, you know, did he test off the charts? No, but it was good. Is he 6'5? Nope. But I'll take, you know, 6'1, 220 all day. Especially if you know he can move the way he moves. Can he play football though? Yes. And he's better at, at the game of football than all the receivers that was drafted ahead of him. Right? One guy that I'll mention later is probably the only one on par with him. Uh, I think he is potentially a 100-catch uh, guy this year and could be the number one target as early as week three. Uh, all you got to do is go check out the Titan schedule, uh, look up the grades for all the corners that the that the guys will have to face, and you'll see why. Right? I see him having an Anquan Bolden-type rookie season. Also, like I said, Uh, the schedule from beginning to end favors him more as a slot receiver while it is absolutely brutal towards former top 10 pick Corey Davis. Uh, my next guy is Josh Jacobs. Um, man, fantasy football is all about opportunities. When you play a skilled position, man, it's all about opportunities, especially running backs. The easiest way to get the ball in somebody's hand is to get it in a running back's hand. Uh, Who will have more opportunities out the gate than Josh Jacobs? Right? Why would they draft him in the first round if their plans was to give a heavy workload to Doug Martin? That doesn't make sense. Um, John Gruden is an old school coach who wants to utilize old school West Coast concepts um, and consider this fact that John Gruden's first job in the NFL was as a coaching assistant um, for the 49ers in the mid 80s. They had a guy by the name of Roger Craig and John Gruden gets his Roger Craig clone in Josh Jacobs. Um, Third guy. We're going to the tight end position. And tight end, if you play daily fantasy sports, is becoming a big part of, you know, uh, whether you're going to win money or not. Because if you don't have tight end over these last two years, if you don't have a tight end every week that can get you over 25 points, man, it's not going to work out. And this guy, uh, Earl Smith Jr. for the Minnesota Vikings, man, um, between 2015 and 2017, Kirk Cousins was the most efficient quarterback in the NFL when throwing to tight ends. He averaged 10.25 yards per completion when throwing to tight ends and 12 personnel, which the Vikings will utilize a lot. Aerosmith averaged 16 yards a catch last season at Alabama. You do the math, man. Uh, my fourth guy is Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, the Ravens are going to be physical and they are going to be fast. They're going to be really, really fast. Look at Mike Vick's rookie season. Now look at Lamar Jackson's rookie season. Look at the big stride. Vick took in year two, right? And now I can only be led to assume that Lamar will take a similar stride, uh, The only difference is to me is that Lamar was slightly ahead of Vic at this same stage of their career. If you go read the reports, man, you'll hear about how Lamar gets um, into the uh, into the uh, film room and uh, he's doing a lot of extra work uh, to be a better quarterback this year. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I have Lamar Jackson being the first quarterback in NFL history to go for 3,000 passing yards and 1,000 rushing yards, possibly this year, right? He'd be only the second quarterback behind, ironically, Mike Vick to rush for 1,000 yards. And a big part of that uh, happening would be Hollywood Brown. His ability to not only stretch the field vertically, but attack it at all levels, would be a good part, would be a big part of this new look offense um, that could be historically efficient in terms of uh, not turning the ball over in time of possession. They were beast at time of possession last year. So I think it could only get better with the additions this year. And of course, you know, Mr. Brown, Mr. Hollywood Brown would be a big beneficiary of that. Uh, My fifth guy is a name that uh, will probably be kind of surprising. A guy by the name of Darwin Thompson. Uh, He's not the household name uh, as the guys as mentioned above. As a matter of fact, not only do most of you not know who drafted him, but you may not even know, you may haven't even heard of him. Um, Unlike the guys ahead of him. On this list, he'll have to earn his way onto to the field. But with Tyreek Hill potentially out for the whole year and Kareem Hunt uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Now, um, Andy Reid has potentially found his Brian Westbrook 2.0. Uh, I don't see um, the guy Damian Williams uh, having a big year. Um, And Carlos Hyde, is probably his best days are behind him, Uh, but we'll see. Um, This guy is uh, out of Utah State, and if you go watch his highlights, man, he just skates across the field. It's kind of similar to Jamal Charles, but I gave him um, kind of a Darren Sproles comp. Probably not quite as fast as Darren Sproles was coming out of Kansas State, but he'll probably be pretty close. Right, He has a big time speed. Um, He caught the ball. He looked pretty comfortable catching the ball. Of course, I don't think they used him as much in the passing game at Utah State, but he does look comfortable catching it. Um, And as stated with Josh Jacobs, fantasy football is all about opportunities and plenty of opportunities could await uh, Mr. Thompson on the second half of the season because probably one of those guys ahead of him either get hurt or underproduce, or it'll probably be a combination of the two um similar to uh if you played philip lindsey a lot on the second half of the season you know they drafted royce freeman royce freeman had a pretty good year they had some uh they had some veteran guys, but those guys took over, and, you know, Philip Lindsay ended up becoming the bell cow and probably, what, the last seven games is how he ended up uh, making it to the Pro Bowl. So, you know, Darwin Thompson, keep that name in mind. Um, and then I had a list of three guys who almost made the list. Uh, David Seals, man, I have no clue how he didn't get drafted. I don't know what he did. Did he test positive for cocaine or something like that? David Seals creates separation. David Seals like almost 6'6. And uh, man, like uh the, the the guy who was number two to him on the uh team in West Virginia, he got drafted, but David Seal was the big play guy, right? He was the he was the top dog, he was the guy they looked for. Um, and all of their, uh, key moments, plus he's a physical blocker. Um, I was hoping the Panthers would have drafted him, but you know, he's with the bills now and I expect him to be possibly, uh, one of the steals, if not the steal, I can't say of the draft cause he went undrafted. Right. And the other two guys who are, uh, kind of similar right uh as far as stature go. Uh, they'll probably play similar roles, but they couldn't make it just simply because they have guys who are ahead of them and they could start the year out as number three guys And this. Andy Isabella of the Cardinals. The Cardinals drafted uh, I believe three wide receivers this year. Um Andy is the best of the two. I almost put Hakeem Butler on the list, but you know, Isabella just Go, go watch him dominate man watch what he does against Georgia like these are uh, secondary fuller um future NFL players and he just absolutely destroys them each and every one of them right and then the other guy was Hunter Renfro just go go back and look at his career against Alabama you know Hunter Renfro former walk-on guy chip on the shoulder he's with the Raiders um, obviously they have Antonio Brown who will, uh draw a lot of production um you already know that John Gruden wants to use him similar to uh Jerry Rice who he had the chance to coach and he's getting Antonio Brown in his prime and I'm sure he doesn't want to waste him um plus the fact that you know like I said they'll be trying to use uh Josh Jacobs as much as they can so Hunter Renfro probably will be more of a uh, third down guy and, you know, probably a couple matchups where you can sneak him in there um, at minimum price and get you still, you know, 20 23 points a game 23 points every now and then, I mean Alright guys uh, in the next segment we'll hopefully have Jock on the phone Uh, I'll holler right back at y'all John, what's up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I got you, man. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna assume it's recording because that's what it's say on my screen. Okay. But uh, first all, man, let me just give everybody a uh little intro. Uh, this is my big homie. Uh, you know somebody who uh, I hold. Oh, man, a real, uh, funny brother, man, one of the funniest people I know, man, one of the realest people I know, uh, catch up, uh, coming up
1: soon, have, have you put an episode yet, man, are you still? Not. I'm still in the works, I'm still in the works right. on it, I'm working on it, um, I'm planning on, uh, airing within another week, uh, on a, on a, uh, the first episode will be on a, on a Tuesday, so, uh. Okay, so how many, uh, well, by the way, this is,
0: uh, Jock Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. I want to know. What, uh, so what are you looking at, Uh,
1: for right now, uh, starting now, I'm looking forward to doing it on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so, you uh, know, that, that's the, uh, the, uh, setup right now. Yes. Yeah, so who, uh, to
0: do, uh. You a uh, co host who your co host,
1: uh, my partner, man, my big homie, uh, right, Rod, 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 uh, battle, uh, big right. Rod, we call him. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, pretty much uh, agreed to uh, come on a boy with me. So, it's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but look, what, uh, when they
0: call you be or whatever, like. I I don't want to say you try to overdo it or try and force. Just relax, man. Get get in your groove, right? You you know what I'm saying? It after about the first four, man, you'll start to find your groove. You'll start to get comfortable with it, and man, uh, it'll just go from there, man. You'll excel, right? Yeah. So, uh, look, can't tell everybody. Like
1: what is like the topics that you'll be talking about on the show? Uh, pretty much, man. Uh, life in general, just everyday yeah. life, uh, entertainment, uh, sports. Uh, I want to do uh on on Thursday. I want to do sports, so I want to yeah. do on sports a little bit on Thursday. So, uh, pretty much, pretty much everything, man. Uh, you name it. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward yeah. to uh, a lot of people, you know, people getting in and, and uh, you know, want to ask questions or, you know, just different topics you want to talk about.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think you'll struggle to to get an audience, especially like locally. Yeah. Uh, in that area, that's the thing I'm I'm focusing on. Like, I'm really networking, man. Right. Y'all could see like the amount of people I'm hitting up and I'm having conversations with. Like I'm setting up two uh two uh collabs with two girls from um New York right now. Right. Uh they got a little uh networking event uh in Atlanta neck not next week, the week after next and I'm planning on attending next, trying to do some networking. And shoot, I wanna be able to build like a community of Right, of people from all not all around the country and then right. farther on, so that way when people come on my show, I can say, Hey, there's a new audience for you, and you might be able to catch a piece of that and add on to your audience, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. man. So, yep. look, this is uh, I know you said you'd like to do, gonna do, uh, like everyday life topics on Tuesdays and sports on Thursdays, that's pretty, that's similar to the format of my show. Mm -hmm. And this one will be up, uh, Friday morning. And this is a sports show
1: and you are a Jets fan, man. So what's going on, bro? (laughs) Man, let me tell you, look, the GM was fired, man. I think today or yesterday, uh, they fired the GM. So, um, Right now, they they are looking at uh, Joe Douglas, man, from from the Eagles. So that's who they're looking at to uh, replace the uh, current GM. So he's uh, he's out of there. Um, we did good, pretty good in the draft, man. We got quite a few picks oh, in the man, draft. Oh that'd
0: be a great in free agency and the
1: draft. Yeah, uh, is
0: it a possible way that y'all can get rid of the coach?
1: We <laughs> I wish we could, man. I'm telling you, because I was blown away with what they they did. And uh, Adam Gaze, <laughs> look, I was man. Looking, looking, Go ahead. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, the quarterback situation, uh, the quarterbacks they got, and uh, one of the quarterbacks, uh, Luke Falk. He's uh, he played on the Gaze uh, yeah. last year, so yeah. He's he's familiar with him, but you know, I I personally I think they should have won another route on the coaching because he didn't he didn't do anything in Miami, so yeah, and, it didn't make sense.
0: Um, I I like to follow like a uh, guy who who opinion I respect even though he don't cover uh the NFL. Like like is, to realer than any. Person who takes on TV. I said, man, when black hits the track record, they don't get a second chance. They will forever be position coaches, and they'd be lucky to get back into offensive or defensive coordinator role. And Adam Gase uh, wasn't that great of a uh, coordinator, and then he yeah. gets a head coaching job, and he
1: was awful at that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, and I didn't. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what the Jets was thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, because with the additional Le'Veon Bell, that 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 that's a big help. Yeah, uh, with the quarterback situation with Donald, that that there frees a lot of pressure off of him. So they
0: said, games didn't want
1: a uh, Le'Veon Bell. You don't want running back." who ain't even close to 30 years old yet. Don't want to win. I mean, that's... You got the th- best running back in the NFL. Yeah, he, and that goes to show, man. He act like he doesn't want to win. I don't understand that one either. But uh, I was looking earlier, man, that uh, they, they are trying to revamp their defensive front. But they stand with the 3 4 defense and uh, they're trying to keep it as solid as they can. But I'm just dying to see what kind of offensive scheme they're going to run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like uh, when he was in Miami, like to me, you had, um, even though Frank Gore. Uh, produced didn't he, did he have a thousand yards again last year or close I to it? Up. It was close, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I liked it, but I think Kenyon Drake, while he was there, was underused. And I have a feeling that somehow he'll figure out a way to underuse Le'Veon Bell, a guy who can rush for uh 12, 1300 yards, but then have seven or 800 yards receiving. Yeah, and, and I, I just got to, I got a strange feeling, man. He'll be able to to screw that up, man. Similar to the Knicks.
1: Yeah, it's just like well, Back on that, <laughs> 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 the uh, I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, and um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm definitely wanting to see what Zion Williamson is going to do. Uh, yeah. Because New has got that that pick, that first pick, and it's question now whether would he go along with that or go back to college. I, I well, he the thing came
0: out today that he wouldn't turn that down. I mean, you gotta think of how much money like yeah. that is. Like you got that's the most hyped uh, prospect since LeBron. Like will he get to that level? Who knows? But I mean, uh, as far as hype go it, it's this, the first time in 15 years that a guy has had that type of hype. And then he's coming into a different type of NBA where, you know, he's a social media legend and that crowd is going to follow him. So I believe mm-hmm. that they are, when they put stories out there, they're already building their, um, they already building their campaign to, you know, tear him down, right? So right. if he speak out against it, against going to New Orleans, then they already have a narrative put together, right? And the type of kid that he is, though, right, like he he just excited to go. I don't know, like, how much money he comes from. I don't think it's a lot. So, I mean, to turn down, why would you go back to Duke and let, the NCAA make hundreds of millions of dollars because that's the most money yeah. the NCAA has made in a long time off of basketball, yeah. with him being there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and playing playing at a school like Duke, even though they used to play, Duke played on TV more than they'd ever played.
1: And yeah. That's Duke. And I, to me, my personal opinion on Duke, Duke is to me is not the Duke of old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean because you know you used to them on a yearly basis winning, man, and yeah. here in the last couple of years it's, it's been different, and totally different. They, now, don't get me wrong; they have good players. Yeah, uh, but when they get to to the point of you know winning the championship again, you know it's it's always a roadblock. Somebody knocks them off, so
0: it's, man. It's, College basketball today is all about, with the big boys, it's all about one and done, man. Like, you know, uh, Coach K had to surrender and cave in to uh, the one and done thing. <clears throat> and, um, you know, now he can't build a, a program like he used to where you had guys that for four years, and they might, they might not be great their first year, but they contribute later on, like, it ain't going to be no more Bobby Hurley's and Christian lateness come through Duke. Not right, why I Coach right. K there. Um, yeah. And, you know, as, as long as these kids looking for money now, if they change it up, which I'm going to say that for another uh, episode about paying college players, but not, now if they start doing that and they pay them a fair amount, you better build some uh, college basketball, college football. Everybody will benefit from that. You're but right. it's, are you willing to pay the players? Cause they, them kids who can hoop for real, nine times out of ten come out of bad situation, and they trying to get to the money as soon as possible. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Now, so- what about last night, man? <laughs> what about last night, the Bucks and the Raptors, man? Man, look, oh
0: man, the it's a close little uh matchup, but man, they whoever win, man, they doomed. Like I recorded the first uh segment of this um yesterday and then I saved our part for the day and I talked about it. But uh you like what what are they gonna do? Like the four out of the uh four teams left, which one of these three teams gonna give the Warriors a run for their money?
1: None. None. Yeah. Yeah, because I was uh now at the beginning of that game, Giannis he came out. Yeah. Man, he, he was he was on fire, man. He came down, man, he I think scored the first six to eight points. Yeah. And, uh after that, you know, it, it kind of you know, Toronto started taking over a little bit. And uh that second half, man, uh that's when uh Lopez man he he stepped up sure enough, in that game, yeah. Uh, uh, he was like what probably like uh, shoot. He said a career back high. to back, yeah yeah and yeah, In that in that third in that in that game uh, it was like what by they was down by seven or eight or something like that, and he came back and uh, he hit those threes back to the back to back threes and yeah, yeah. Uh, and he put them back.
0: Yeah. Uh, do, do you think that it would be smart for Kawhi Leonard to leave Toronto and and I don't know what he's thinking. Uh, maybe, maybe it is the Clippers or whatever. But it's just to me, outside of the fact that the money thing, because, you know, they pay higher taxes in Canada, but other than that, man, it seemed like Toronto is perfect for him because Kawhi Leonard's so, such an introvert that that seemed like that's the perfect place for
1: him. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he really fits in. look like he's been playing there. Yeah. For a while, you know, that's from the looks of it. I've, uh, I've never seen that emotion out of him that I saw in that other game the other day. i never yeah. seen that out of him. Yeah. And, uh, My thing is, you know, if he, I don't want him to end up like Paul George, you know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, because I think Paul George probably wished a thousand times he might have had this, you know, went on. Because I don't, I don't. My my personal opinion, I don't think he's gonna win nothing in in OKC. No. I I don't think so. No. Now, LeBron needs some help. That coach, the coach, Frank Vogel. The
0: owner needs to fire herself. Yeah. And then everybody else needs to go with her. Uh, LeBron, the Lakers thing, man, to me, with the free agents out of there, right, the the, the thing with the Lakers is when they have – they only have LeBron, Lonzo, and – what's about Brandon Ingram and the lineup at the same time for i believe it was like 30 games and i think they said they only lost 7 of them when all three of them was together so imagine if you can keep them healthy uh, healthy through the whole year which is uncharacteristic for lebron uh, to be out for that long but for me the, the big guy out of um Orlando will be available That'll be the most skilled, true center that he didn't have if you don't count Kevin Love because he's more of a power forward. But he can shoot. He he won the best blocker shot blockers in the league. And then my guy, uh, the older Bogdanovich brother from from the Pacers, he's a knockdown shooter, and he's pretty good on defense. I wouldn't even spend my two super max contracts on people trying trying to chase them. I go get guys like that who done made the playoffs mm-hmm. and uh, you know they going to play defense. You know they veterans. Go get them for uh, two. They compi- combined price will be the price of one Supermax player.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then use your draft pick and get somebody good out the draft.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm look. I'm hoping the Lakers get it together because after Michael Jordan left the league, I didn't really have a NBA team. Yeah. Uh, but I started looking at Kobe, you know, because he was a uh, another Michael Jordan to me, yeah. you know. And that what drew me more to the Lakers. And the uh, Lakers, man, they're, they're a team that's used to winning. Uh, a franchise is used to winning, and I'll be glad when they start back winning because they deserve it. And with LeBron there, he he definitely need he needs some help because he's what thirty four years old now. Yeah. Shake, but you know it's, it's gonna soon take a toll on him.
0: Yeah. He'd
1: like to I see think, him get one there before he get out of there. So.
0: Yeah, I, I think getting uh. All right, can you hear me now? Yes, yeah, I can hear you. All right, yeah, we had a little technical difficulty right there. <laughs> shoot, I was panicking because the thing didn't pop up, but it it just take a couple of minutes to uh for up in your library. Yeah. So I'm glad I saw that. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: we I was on the Lakers, believe. right? Yeah, we was on the Lakers, man. I, yeah, I think we was on the Lakers, so. But uh,
0: yeah, I'm about to ask you before it cut out, man. So your uh, son just graduated, man.
1: How is that, man? I'm happy, man. You know, I was fighting back tears, man. I was, you know, happy, man. I'm happy for you know, cause the time I look back at how time flies. Yeah, you know, cause he was a young young guy, man. Like a few years ago. And yeah, if he is now. He's, He's driving and he's working it, and then he's graduated from high school. Man, he's got a promising future ahead of him, and um, I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy about that. Now, uh, he this this is the one who has the uh,
0: clothing business, right? Right. Uh, yeah. no Can Can you tell everybody what the name of that is, and if at all, how they could find
1: it? Yeah, uh, it's risk It. That's that's the name. It's R I S K I T. Risk it. Yeah. And uh, his name is Jonathan Johnson. Um, I don't have the website, but he does have a website with that. Okay. And well, uh, I'll be and then definitely I'll be uh getting that out there. Everybody's uh his uh clothing line. He, yeah. He has some nice apparel, so I want everybody to check the Check him out.
0: Yeah, boy.
1: Yeah, man. Um
0: I had something I wanted to uh bring up. I can I, I drew a blank when we had that when the phone went out. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, okay. So, I was uh paying attention to the Warriors play, man, and you know, without Katie and DeMarcus Cousins. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what's crazy? These guys now look better than the team. I think this team as it is now will be the team with Kevin Durant on it. If they could play themselves, this team. Not saying that it will be by a lot or whatever, but it's just the way them guys right there know each other like the back of their hand, man.
1: Yeah. My, like
0: Draymond looked like a different player,
1: man. You know, I, I've said that um, before to a couple uh, people who were talking about the uh, game and the uh, without KD being in there with that injury. And I was yeah. like, hell, they won it before even before he came there. So what difference does it yeah. make if he, <laughs> he's in there or not? You know, it doesn't. It well, doesn't matter. That's Golden State. That's the Warriors. I mean, I have to. I'm not a Warrior fan. I have to give them their props, though. You know, they they're good. Yeah. Now, I don't know what's gonna happen after the season. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna let anybody go or or what. I don't. I don't know how that's gonna turn out. But I'm 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 dying to see what's gonna happen because you know, after so long, teams that that constantly win championship, they tend to break them up. So,
0: Yeah, and look, this is my thing now. If you are Warriors uh, management and even Steve Kerr, I'd be looking at the team right now saying, why pay KD all that money when we could just keep the same guy? We drafted all. We can keep yeah, them so. here. Let's take the money we was paying him. Let's, uh, Steph Curry is already a Supermax player, so you can't give him no more money. Let's split that up. Let's give Draymond some more money when it's time for him
1: to get paid next year.
0: Let's give Klay Thompson his money this year. And shoot, let's keep rocking like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, me, myself, I, I would keep what I got and, like, and let KD go. I mean, yeah. it's simple as that. Save like you said, save that money, uh, and then too, you know, they they've been winning championships, but they should have been sending Mark Jackson a ring because you know, yeah, you know, he's the one been he one started that, and
0: now I don't know exactly what it was. I I I'd have heard you know stuff like uh, Mark Jackson. Um, they they said one of the I think the minority owners of the um, uh, Warriors was gay. And Mark Jackson had a strong stance against uh, homosexuality. Um, and that's why he got let go. I never really knew why he got let go because they had won 50 some games his last year, and then you let him go when y'all right there. It was kind of strange to me. So I'm with you. I think they owe him a ring at least – Remake the first championship ring y'all won and send it to him yeah yep man look I the, the talent that's on that team man that i want you I want you to listen to this now, even though these two different sports, but get us a hard a hard thought, I know it's people who are hit this and you know they just refuse to get off the Michael Jordan train or whatever, but let's just get away from that for a second.
1: The okay. Warriors
0: right now, that collection of talent, right? Let's just say everybody's healthy, right? You're a team with five all-stars on the like five guys who are either number one at their position or they're in the top three or four at their position in the whole league, right? Okay. The talent right now, versus the talent that the Steel Curtain defense had in the 70s, who do you think had the most uh, – w- which one knows out of those two were the most talented? Whew. Because as dominant as the Warriors are right now, the Steel Curtain was just as dominant.
1: Yeah, that, that one oh. –
0: and man, yeah, again, again, two different sports now. So I you can't say, what, yeah, yeah, you can't say, oh, the steel curtain had, you know, uh, what six or seven Hall of Famers on it, right? Because there's eleven guys on the defense, so you got to, you got to man. take all that in consideration. But
1: I, I, I just hadn't seen nobody like Golden State, man.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm just being real about it. I hadn't, I hadn't seen nobody like them. Uh, you know, I, I would sit up and look at Steph Curry, man, and I've had few arguments with other people about Steph Curry. You know, I'm not – I say I'm not a Golden State fan because I, yeah. I used to watch him and, man, it's like everything he throws up in there, it goes in. And I used yeah. to say, man, that's it's lucky. You know what I'm saying? That's just luck.
0: <laughs> not, you know, I'll,
1: I'll be perron. I'll be upset about it because – Yeah. And – uh. After so long, man, I kept watching This guy can shoot, man. Yep. I got to give him. I, I, I cannot take that away from him. He is good. He is great. He is great, man. And uh, but Golden State is a whole different, a whole different animal, man. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's hard to beat those guys, man. It's hard to beat them. Yeah. Uh, uh, now look, what, what, what's your take
0: on? You know the situation with his wife, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, man, <laughs> man, some some things, man. I believe just need to be, you know, just. I don't know what 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 is it? just for the further attention, or I'm not I'm not feeling that one, man.
0: <laughs> Look now, <laughs> no.
1: man, the best one of the best players on the planet. Yeah. You know and, and, you know, and it ain't even net, it ain't
0: even net, man. Like, when, when it, it,
1: the media taking it too by storm yeah, and running yeah. with it, so you know, I, I'm, I'm speechless on that one. <laughs> well, now, look, this is my first,
0: uh, <laughs> this is my first initial take on it when she said it. I tried to be as neutral. Now, first when I heard it, I, I went off. But, yeah, when I finally recorded the uh, sports episode, I had a chance to think about it. And I said, okay, she just had that baby. Maybe she's going through postpartum. But, you know, now after she didn't respond, and she didn't respond, like, some people didn't left comments or whatever, and looking at some of the comments she didn't left, um... <clears throat> So I heard that uh, they've been together since, um, I don't want to say high school, maybe college, but they might have been together since high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some women some women just ain't had the chance to go through, like, a whole stage. Like, a lot of women, that not, that's not to say all women go through that, but it's some women who want to go through that. And for her to say that, it's like... Uh, You know, I'm a big believer in in Corey Holcomb. (laughs) Yeah. He said, uh, shoot, if I, Steph Curry, you don't want the same thing to happen to him that happened to Kobe Bryant. Every time he left, it was some strange nigga off the streets uh, running up in his house.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Drinking up up all your beer and (laughs) watching your TV.
1: Yeah. I know. Uh, I saw. I think Gabrielle Union had came to her defense on some stuff too. On it's that. a
0: lot of women who yeah. came to her defense, man. And
1: my thing was, you know,
0: I, I, I'll, I'll for the whole basketball thing. Like Steph Curry is, you know, a, a nice guy, a good looking guy. Um, I ain't never heard nothing bad about him. He a family guy, right? He take. Taking care of his kids, you know, I, I assume he hold her, right? Like he 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 hold her in high respect. So, um, my thing with that though is, you know, she getting over on him because he uh, a light skinned dude, man. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Like it took for Corey Hogan to point out, and this ain't. I, I, I promise I ain't trying to get on. I'm just repeating what I heard somebody say, but I kind of yeah. agree with it. He he did two, He did a comparison. He said, if you remember back to when they won the championship one year, and he bought his daughter up there, and she mm-hmm. kept grabbing the mic and talking and doing all that and interrupting him, right? And right. he kept telling them to stop, but she wouldn't listen. And then somebody – and then he said – now, LeBron brought his kids up there one time, and his little daughter, who was younger than Steph's daughter, was uh, said something, and LeBron looked at it and said, uh, your daddy doing something now, and she shut up the rest of the interview. Right. And he made the point to, now, when you look at that, you look at the, uh, that, that's a big telltale of uh what the kids getting at home? So, oh, yeah. yeah, he said, "Man, that girl probably run their relationship with uh, Steph Curry." And I said, "Well, maybe if she was married to somebody like zebo and she did that, you wouldn't hear from her no more." No, you, you wouldn't hear see, no. Her whole Insta, her whole social
1: media would be deleted. We'll be thinking she was dead. Yeah, I mean, she she got Steph what she wanted. Yeah. And, and she's got him. Man. I, I ain't trying to talk bad. I no. Whatever,
0: I... But like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, our boy, I believe Willie D said, why would you invite the devil into your house? Right? I'm yes. not a part of their relationship, so I can't speak on it from net. But with both of us being married, man, like, you know, it, it this kind of a subject to where single people, it's, for me, I can't, I can't respect your opinion. I respect that you have an opinion, opinion but you don't yeah. know what it's like to be married, especially if you're a man in a position like that. Yeah. Who you can, for the most part, get whatever woman you want, but you chose this woman right here. And yeah. for her to say that, man, like that's like a, a slap in the face to you as her husband and to y'all marriage. Yeah. Uh, did he sign a pre-note? <laughs> I, I don't know because it'll be something now. If, if she didn't say this and a couple yeah. years go by and people forgot she didn't it, and you find out that uh, somebody, some old in the peace land over there, and, yeah. uh, she turned around and make get a divorce, and he still owe her child after that because that's
1: your yeah. game yeah and he's gonna be paying out the ass yeah 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 that that's a hell of a situation to be in man uh i I definitely don't want to do that <laughs> that child support thing but <laughs> i I want to say I feel sorry for Steph, but I because
0: my face man if you
1: if she running the child She's running the show, man. It's, it's, man I, I can't feel sorry
0: for him because if you're a man and, you know, <clears throat> it's kind of hard to explain to a single person who don't know. Uh, a woman has a certain respect for a husband, especially if he like an alpha, right? Like, and I, say, and it, I don't care how you feel, you'll keep that in-house. Like, yeah. you'll keep that like, if anything, you call your family or whatever you ain't on Jada Pinkett show, yeah, and add out for the nation, and the world. Here, so for a fact, I'm I know for a fact, soon as she said that it was niggas who went in the bathroom and took pictures of that ding a and, and shot it to her DMs. You want some yeah. attention? we about to give you some,
1: yeah. So what do you what do you what do you think, man? Uh you think Steph not doing his job or Steph maybe sli- slicking around or something or what? What do you what do you think on that man? I don't it's, think
0: uh Steph messing around, I, I'm
1: just, just
0: gonna keep it I'm just gonna keep it all the way one hundred with you, man. I don't think Steph got the type of bedroom skills that that, that yeah. she's looking for. Yeah, all, I, was, I ain't, ain't going to say that she's looking for, he ain't got the type that, that'll make you, that'll make a woman be like, okay, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't looking at nobody
1: else. It ain't,
0: it ain't nothing out here better than what yeah, I did. because
1: Right. Because if he was really putting it down like he did to, yeah. this wouldn't be coming about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then
1: on the other thing on that, not just to talk about, like, no
0: sex and nothing like that. Some women just be turned on, like, with how men conduct, they, like, certain men conduct themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all out together and some women like guys who are assertive, right? Like, not not to the point to where they picking on people, but if somebody kind of, like, disrespect them, they'll handle it. I ain't saying like you got to fight, but they ain't scared to open their mouth. Like yeah. I, 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 always looked at Steph Curry like when he been on the court. You always see he like to run up to people, but that's because he know Draymond Green, and guy like that would going go, running up behind him, you yeah, yeah. go back him, yeah. And, and you would always see guys laughing at him when he he take the mouthpiece out and whatever he be saying, and and the guys on the other team be laughing at him like. Boy, i give you a mean two piece right now. So he a little, little bye-bye of,
1: of the yeah. NBA. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they've been taking notes from each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Like,
0: like I, that, it's just a lot of stuff that went through my head, man. I, I hate to keep bringing. Bringing that same thing up, but man, that was like a perfect lesson for, uh, you know, somebody in, who who married or in a serious relationship. If anything, if you're a guy, you need to look at that and be well, like, okay, this is what we're not finna do.
1: Yeah, Hey, you know, that, that's a hell of a way to give a warning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you you see what she did?
1: You yeah.
0: You're not about to do that. Yeah, if, you, if you want this to work out, you not.
1: That's one thing we're not going to do. Yeah, Because and now you, you don't – you probably can only imagine how he felt behind that. Yeah. You know.
0: And, of course, he came to her defense. I knew he was going to do that when she said it, yeah. when she got done saying it. I said, yeah. he going to cool off over a few days, but he going to come to her defense or whatever and – then you gonna have a whole bunch of women like the the day it came out. Now, um, I ne- I didn't hear no women saying, "Oh man, poor Steph Curry." Everybody saying, "Come to her, well you go, girl. You already know." Uh, blah blah blah, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. And my main yeah. thing was, okay, well, hey, look, let let's just put the shoe on the other foot. What if yeah. Steph Curry would have went on like LeBron's shop show and said, uh, yeah, you know, I'm married. I got, you know, all the money I'd have never wanted. I got businesses outside of basketball, right? I don't have – I'll never have to work for nobody in my life. But, you know, even though I got a good woman and all at the house and she raised our kids good, I just want to – you know, my, my, my meat get hard sometimes. I wanna be Steph Curry. I wanna go mess around a little bit. They would have destroyed him in the media. Yeah. Yeah. The women have. all over Instagram
1: would have been because oh, you are shit. Because he's the king. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, man, that that that's crazy, man. I I Look
0: at that situation.
1: Dog, yeah, they would have crucified him, man. Uh, yeah. LeBron. Hey, look, it, look that's a, to <laughs> me, to me, that's
0: one of them times where you gotta be like, you gotta be petty. If your wife was bold enough to say that, man, okay, what's you? You trying me? I'm about to try you. I'm yeah. about to go on Instagram and say, Look, man, I'm looking for a little attention, man, y'all. Shoot, you know, somebody send me, shoot me something in the inbox. Yeah. I'll pull,
1: in pull a Corey Hoko moment on, on her. <laughs> yeah. Go across the go, yeah, go street and mess with the woman you don't like. Uh. <laughs> uh, her t- <laughs> Tell her, hey, look, hey, I got a couple hundred dollars,
0: man. You know, my, my wife doing her thing, so she didn't green lit it for me to go yeah. do my thing. Since we ain't been phoning with each other no more. I think
1: I'd, I'd, it's, I'd like to get a fly on the wall when that conversation, they had that conversation about that situation.
0: Man, that mug like raised that. his voice, and she got up and got in his face, and he shut the hell up.
1: Yeah, he probably said, okay. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: No, I'm just saying, though, like, you didn't have to say it like that when he should have been – Banging on the table and saying,
1: "Motherfucker, y'all can't believe you did." Yeah, but I turn your ass around <laughs> like old boy, <laughs> old boy, old favorite boy. <laughs> D- D-
0: ben <laughs> dropped him draw, say,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get out the motherfucking phone so I can drop it in your
1: drawers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that was funny, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That there that was that—that's been the talk, you know, for quite a few days. Yeah. On that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Look, we coming up to uh, well, shoot, we didn't pass my normal
1: stopping point. Yeah. But uh, uh, man, it was it was wonderful, man. Was yeah, good. man,
0: I appreciate you coming on, man. We're gonna have to do it again down the line when we didn't. Done- uh, built our audiences up, man.
1: All right, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, I really, really appreciate you letting me come on. So, yeah, man, I'm uh glad you hopped
0: on, man. Um, you know, you wanna uh tell everybody your um social media, wherever they can find you. Well,
1: yes, I hadn't set up uh on the uh on our Instagram yet, uh, yeah. but I am on Anchor. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm still in the works. I'm going to do a little bit more advertising. Uh, especially on uh on pretty much all the social social media p- platforms. So, yeah. Uh, I, I I put
0: you in when I when I put it uploaded tomorrow, I put your uh stuff in there on uh, yeah. Facebook and and yeah. Instagram, so yeah. People
1: can give you a follow, man. Yeah. It's it's a big it's a big start. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it though, man. I, I'm excited about it, and I, I really appreciate you letting me come on. And uh, big ups to you, man, because you really inspired me. On oh, it, oh, good, man. Yeah, we, and- we we talked we talked about it in the past, so you know. Yeah. When I first when I first uh, we started talking about, it, I was thinking about, I was like, man, I got to try to get all this and do all that. And, man, you made it more simple for me with this with Anchor, so. Yeah man so shout shout out to Anchor man for yeah shout out super, shout out super yeah. simple yes man That's I too. appreciate Anchor I'm happy to
0: run up on Anchor man yeah Got Actually, I'll be saying uh I don't know if you found that Instagram I'll be uh saying like certain people go to their headquarters or well I'm not sure where they're mm-hmm. located at but shoot yeah. man you never know man that might be us one day you going never up and do a deal or something, man. Yeah, never I know, man. Know right now, Anchor, you better come with that bag. I ain't signing no fuck ass deal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, look, uh, it's been fun having you on, man. Once again, man, y'all be on the lookout for the Jock John Johnson podcast. Um, It'll be up on – I mean, eventually it'll be up on all them platforms like uh, Apple Podcasts and all that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I let everybody know, man. And, you know, once again, man, I appreciate
1: you coming on, bro. Hey, bro, I appreciate the opportunity, man. Yep. All
0: right, man, it has been real.
1: I'll holler at you later. All right, peace.